Hey there, I'm Kyle Trigstad, politics editor for Bloomberg Government. And I'm Greg Giroux, senior elections reporter for Bloomberg Government. Check out our podcast, Down Ballot Counts. Each week, Greg and I will be breaking down all of those down ballot elections that make up the fight for the U.S. Congress. Listen and subscribe to Down Ballot Counts from Bloomberg Government wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Cases and Controversies, a Supreme Court podcast by Bloomberg Law. I'm Kimberly Robinson. And I'm Jordan Rubin. And this is your sneak peek for the final week of the October sitting, with Monday being a federal holiday. The justices will only hear four cases this week. But don't worry, court watchers, there will be plenty of SCOTUS news for you. And that's because confirmation hearings for Amy Coney Barrett kick off on Monday. The senators will have opening statements on Monday, followed by questioning of Coney Barrett on Tuesday and Wednesday, and then Thursday will be outside witnesses. But, Jordan, for those of us in the Supreme Court and not at the Senate, what are we going to be listening to? So on Tuesday morning, the first case is United States against Briggs and Collins. This is a group of consolidated cases dealing with the prosecution of sexual assault in the military. So it involves statute of limitations and constitutional issues. So in 2006, Congress passed a law saying that there's no statute of limitations for rape in the military, but these cases involve prosecutions from before then. The government argues that there was no statute of limitations even then because under military law, rape is a crime punishable by death, and crimes punishable by death don't have statutes of limitations. But the Supreme Court has ruled that the death penalty is unconstitutional for rape. So part of this case deals with how that Supreme Court ruling interacts with the military justice system. And if there was a statute of limitations here, it was five years. And so the service members here shouldn't have been prosecuted. Another issue in the case is the question of whether a statute of limitations law can be applied retroactively to pre-2006 conduct. And you have the defense saying that's unfair, while the government says the military system is different and that sexual assault is a long overdue problem that needs to be addressed there. And then rounding out Tuesday is City of Chicago versus Fulton, not to be confused with Fulton versus City of Philadelphia, which the justices will hear later in the term. That one, of course, is the tension between religious freedom and anti-discrimination laws, particularly for LGBT citizens. The one out of Chicago, though, is a bankruptcy case, so much more exciting. Uh, This one involves an automatic stay in bankruptcy cases, which prohibits uh, the collection um, once somebody has filed for bankruptcy. The question here is whether creditors must return repossessed property as soon as a debtor files for bankruptcy. So here the city impounded cars for failure to pay traffic fines, and the city actually refused to return the cars once people had filed for bankruptcy. Then on Wednesday morning, we have the latest case of the court dealing with the attempts and barriers to trying to sue law enforcement officials for alleged rights violations. In Torres against Madrid, the question is whether an unsuccessful attempt to detain a suspect by use of force is a quote-unquote seizure within the meaning of the Fourth Amendment, or whether physical force needs to be successful in detaining a suspect to constitute a seizure. So what happened here is during an investigation, New Mexico officers shot at Roxanne Torres 13 times 
times and hit her twice while she drove away. Uh, turns out she wasn't the suspect they were looking for. Torres sued for excessive force, but lower courts said she couldn't bring her claim because she got away and so technically wasn't seized. So the justices are going to determine whether that's enough to count as a seizure so that she can sue the officers for excessive force or not. And then rounding out the October sitting is Pareda versus Barr. This is another one of the immigration cases that the Supreme Court will tackle this term. And it involves the modified categorical approach. So don't everybody get all excited at once. Um, here the question is what uh, courts must do if state law is ambiguous as to whether crimes fit into a quote, crime of moral turpitude. And that phrase is important because it can uh, make immigrants ineligible for discretionary relief, relief that is available for individuals who have been in the country for a long time and whose departure could cause hardship for U.S. citizens. So here, uh, the immigrant had been in the country since 1995. They used a fraudulent social security number to apply for a job. The Nebraska statute uh, is not clear of whether or not all of the crimes uh, constitute crimes of moral turpitude. And so the lower court said that the immigrant has the burden of proof here and they hadn't shown that they were eligible for relief. And so uh, they were not eligible for relief. The Supreme Court will decide whether or not that ambiguity means that the immigrant can never prove uh, that they are eligible for relief or whether or not it shows categorically that they are eligible for relief. Well, that'll do it for this week's cases. Be sure to tune in next week when we do our deep dive looking back on the October sitting. Until then, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Office-based startup WeWork has officially postponed a plan to go public. WeWork is having trouble finding investor demand at one-third of the $47 billion price tag. That the real concern is Adam Newman, the CEO. Everything is on him. His performance will determine this. What went wrong? We'll take you inside the company with interviews from people who helped build WeWork and exclusive tapes of internal meetings where Adam talks to his employees in ways he'd never speak in public. None of us want to look back and say, I could have done more. This could have been bigger. This could have been better. That's not acceptable. You do not get a chance like this again. None of us do. This is a new podcast from Bloomberg Technology called Foundering. Check us out. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>